Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. This is the TRT Community Podcast, where we discuss all things testosterone. What's going on, guys? I'm Brandon, founder of the TRT Community and host of All Things Testosterone. Today is, uh, to my right, is Ian. Hello, Brandon. Hello, Ian. Kevin is still out sick, mainly because we record two or three episodes in one day, but he's not here today. So it's just the two of us, and we are going to talk about... What are we talking about? Let me look at my phone. Um, kind of a... Our feet are almost touching. That's what we can talk about. <laughs> that looks real cute on, yeah. on YouTube. Hi, YouTube. We're going to talk about finding a doctor, approaching your doctor if you already have one, but you don't quite agree with their protocol, um, what the TRT community can help with, that kind of thing. Uh, the TRT community being our Facebook group that can be found at www.facebook.com slash group slash TRT community. Uh, a lot of you guys join the group and then, you know, you mentioned that you're a podcast listener and I really appreciate that. I usually try to send a friend request so we can be BFFs um, just because I I kind of feel like if somebody listens to the podcast and then they join the group, they might care a little bit more than your average Facebook user that joins the group about what we have to say, right. especially with like promises that, you know, clinics are coming and, and that kind of thing. So I usually shoot a friend request over so that they're notified whenever I post in the Facebook group. Yes, thank you to our listeners. It's a lot of fun doing this, and we appreciate that yes. you would take the time to listen to these. Absolutely, and accept my friend requests. Yes, I want to be your friend. Do it. Uh, Matrix Hormones, those of you that haven't heard yet, we until I hear bad things about them, we're going to keep talking about them. They treat nationwide, telemedically. I thought that three times of our skit would have been too much, so I'm just going to... Kind of generically, yeah. We can mix it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ken at Matrix Hormone Matrix Hormones is great. He's knowledgeable. He's his customer service is great. Uh, if you mention the podcast, they'll waive the one hundred and fifty dollars initiation fee, and you can find them at matrixhormones.com. I wonder if it would make it easier if I provided the phone number. And, and don't let the fact that we trip up on the pronunciation of the yeah. name both of us now. That X is uh, difficult. Uh, this. Uh, yeah. The phone number is 813-696-6721. Um, but they they will get you set up. And and for those of you that asked, I didn't even realize, we talked about it on the last episode, I didn't even realize this was a question, but guys question how they're even going to get their blood work done through a telemedicine company. And they do send you to a, a lab local to your home address. So you'll go into the Quest Diagnostics or the lab core, they'll draw blood. Matrix will get those results and they will provide treatment. It's above board, completely legal. Um, so the reason that this episode kind of came about 
it's kind of interesting. Um, so I talked a few episodes ago, and I've already mentioned this to you, Ian, but we talked a few episodes ago about my practitioner not being willing to uh, to ex- experiment, for me to use the compounded cream. Mm-hmm. And I th- I thought I made it kind of clear, I think I made it kind of clear at the time that, you know, the reason that I didn't think that she was just against it, although she did say, you know, when I said, why not? She said, I haven't heard good things about it. But I think, it, you know, I was sick. I had pneumonia. She was more concerned with a lot of other things, and, and that was low on her priority list. So I did get an email from her this week that said, hey, if you still want to try the cream, blah, 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 you know, I'm always willing to learn new things. You do your research. Um, and, and it made me think that even if her reasoning had been 100% completely that she hadn't heard good things about it, and that's why she was saying no, for her to come back and say that she's willing to try it, it just made me think that not everyone's got a doctor or, or a, a medical practitioner that is that humble, that willing to work with you, that willing to listen, that willing to be flexible and to bend. It's encouraging, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it, it's nice to get that kind of communication um, from her. She's she's in Texas, and she actually treats um, Texas residents telemedically as well. So if you are in Texas, I recommend her also. She accepts insurance. She's just a, a primary care nurse practitioner that happens to specialize in hormones. And I've been using her office for uh, five or six years and love her and Kevin. Kevin doesn't do uh, telemedicine, but her name is Rachel Lyle. She is at Integrative Medical in Coppell, Texas. They have a website. I'm sure it's integrativemedical.com, but she's really great. So all that to say, it uh, looks like I'm going to be starting that compounded cream soon. So very exciting. Pretty exciting. Excited about that. We've got an episode going in the future. In the future. Absolutely. Um, you applying it in front of us. <laughs> it is a scrotal application. <laughs> so that's weird. And we would immediately get our YouTube channel shut down. I'm sure that the podcast would be just fine, but YouTube, not so much. What's up, Rachel Lyle? <laughs> oh, she did say some things in her email that led me to believe that she's a listener of the podcast, which is really cool. I don't, I don't remember if I mentioned on the podcast or not a little humble brag here, but whenever we uh, partners met with our legal team to you know try to open up our own clinic, the attorney was like, "Yeah, I've listened to your podcast before," and I'm Whoa. like, "You're a." 60-year-old man, attorney man that especially like, downtown Dallas Yeah, you and, have a high-rise office, but yeah. somehow I'm a quasi-celebrity in your office. So that was really, really cool. Gives me a big head. Um, so finding a doctor is challenging. And we've talked about that before and the things that you can do to find a doctor. One, that's kind of what the TRT community does. That's the reason that I started it is so that we could kick ideas around about treatment and then once we had enough patients in there, it's patients helping patients. So we've got a lot of guys that have really great doctors and they talk about who they are, where they are, what they do, how much they charge, that kind of thing. So you can join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash TRT community. Um, and, you know, a lot of guys come straight in and say, hey, where can I find a doctor in Looking for recommendations. North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and there's know, a lot of people in there and they can help. Uh, Amy Perlman, off the top of my head, in Iowa. She's a great, she's actually an MD and a urologist. Uh, interviewed her on the podcast at, at one point. She'd be great. So that's the kind of 
knowledge that you get and not from me, but like that, that state just popped out, but like, yeah, there's guys from every state and they can help you find a doctor. Um, what I do want to say is that if you don't want to join the Facebook group, if you're not on Facebook, if you refuse to email myself to ask where you can find a doctor and you want to do it on your own, um, I would recommend that you Google compounding pharmacies. Don't Google doctor. Don't Google TRT doctors near me. Google compounding pharmacies near you and then call one of them and ask for a list of providers that, that they pres- that prescribe testosterone and they do this all the time. They'll email you uh, a downloadable Excel document with a list of doctors. It's not against HIPAA. No, I mean, it's not perfectly no, it's the doctor's yeah, names. Yeah. And these are doctors that use that pharmacy to prescribe testosterone. So that's kind of an indicator that they are willing to prescribe testosterone. Yeah, when you Google those things, back to that, I saw a post about a week ago. A guy was asking, is this a legitimate website? And the website or the provider or whoever, the clinic, and to me it's it it screamed uh, scam or fake, but it was like that it was literally named Sipionate. TRTHCG.com. You know, it was like Sipidate Testosterone HCG.com. And you go there and you're looking, you know, you look for, oh, where are they located? Who's on their staff? And it's really just a bunch of information and a phone number for you to call to get set up. And it's like, uh, run as far as you can from that. That's, yeah. that's, uh, they're just there to take your money. <laughs> Um, it is easy to find <laughs> doctors that don't accept insurance. So I'm kind of talking about doctors that do. I mean, there are, you know, TRT clinics everywhere now. A lot of guys are uncomfortable with, with telemedicine in general, I guess. But, um, yeah, these are for doctors that actually accept insurance. They don't want to see anything. They just want to ask you some questions. Yeah. So what about red flags? Um, what would you say are the most relevant red flags that that should kind of set some alarms off in, in a new patient's brain when they're starting TRT? Uh, the ones that insist upon you coming into the office for a shot. Yeah, that's a problem. They won't release, you know, they won't release you to do it at home. It's it's once a week and maybe it's too small or too large of a dose. I don't I, Things like yeah, that. They're, they're charging you, you can for weekly visits. Talk and if, to that. If they're accepting insurance they're still charging someone so that just kind of tells me that their main goal is is not patient care but it's weekly income you right know, whether it's through insurance or through the patient they're they're wanting to get paid sort of that week. residual yeah for them yeah mm-hmm. um what about what else? what else would you say injection schedules that are greater than seven days for example a doctor says inject 200 milligrams testosterone cypionate every 14 days every 28 days, every 30 days, every 10 days. Those Oof. are all problems for me. Yeah. Sipionate yeah. um, has a half-life of seven to eight days, which means that you really don't need to go beyond seven days um, or you're just kind of in this roller coaster of high testosterone, low testosterone, high testosterone, low, and you never get balanced and optimized. What about a doctor that maybe insists on trying pellets first? We get, we get a yeah. lot of those questions. Yeah, if they, if you know, I kind of want to say that unless you have to talk your doctor into it over the course of a couple of office visits, if they're willing to do it and recommend them, I'd probably run away. I think that I I guess that pellets have a place. I've heard guys talk about having offshore jobs and 
for whatever reason, not being able to inject. So, you know, if you want to try pellets, go for it. They but, should have bathrooms on those. Yeah, I don't, things, I don't, I've had more than one. Certainly can't speak to that experience. Right. More <laughs> than an one office job. person <laughs> has mentioned it. So, you know, there's got to be something to it, but I don't, I don't understand it. But if, if you have to do pellets, you can give it a shot. But often what you get is a decent. Inconsistent. Yeah. First levels. month and then second month is high and third month is low, but you're stuck with that for, I don't know, six months or whatever. And they're expensive. And, you know, my theory is that these doctors are, I mean, I know that they're charging a procedure fee because they're injecting these pellets under mm-hmm. your skin. So they're, you know, it's a moneymaker and it's not the most effective way. I won't call anyone a crook, but it's not the most effective way to administer testosterone. Um, another one that we've talked about this multiple times is just what, what labs they're looking at. Um, if mm-hmm. they're only taking total and free. Yeah. Maybe that should be a red flag for you because there's there's a whole lot more on the hormone panel that they should be looking at that goes into yeah a lot of them are, process. are trying to to get you treated as cheaply as they can for you but really you you're it's in your best interest to check a lot of things because you kind of want to know why you're low not just that you are low you want to know why you're low so that and and other things so that you can and we've we've talked about this at length in episodes in the past. But you want to be able to use your pre-TRT numbers to help you dial in post-TRT. What about um, – I keep looking at my list. I don't, I don't have any. They're, they're not on there. Cool. What about doctors that <laughs> prescribe testosterone uh, that is compounded with um, an aromatase inhibitor? You seen those? I, I haven't. I've seen guys talk about it, but it's a little – it's uh, – it's alarming because it leading off with that it sh- should not be the course of treatment it should be okay let's see how you respond to the exogenous testosterone mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll test your estradiol levels down the road and we'll see where you're at like yeah if you ever need an aromatase inhibitor it should be down the road after symptoms arise it should probably be a short term fix while you continue to try to dial in your at- protocol the earliest, like eight to twelve weeks after starting treatment, maybe yeah, yeah. right. But these Is guys, that fair that, to say? yeah, that it's compounded with in their vial with their testosterone from the beginning. Uh, is, yeah, it, it, yeah, bad news because that that has its own side effects and and can crash your estrogen and stuff. Yep. Uh, so so that said, you know some some people are fairly insistent that you know eh, yeah my doctor's doing some of these things, but. I really like them for whatever reason, and I'd like to continue to work with them. And that's fine. If you maybe it's their primary care that they've seen since they were twenty, you know, who knows? You can you can definitely approach your doctor, and that's although it's not really what happened with Rachel Lyle. That's kind of why I mentioned it because I knew that she said no mostly because I she had priorities and I was sick. But had she not, had she said no because she just didn't think it was good, she was willing to come back and say, hey, you yeah. do you do good research. I'm willing to give it a shot. I always want to continue learning and, and whatnot. So there are definitely doctors out there, and you can have that conversation. And it's really going to be up to your doctor. You're not responsible for how your doctor feels about information that may be difficult for them to hear. Right. You know, you're responsible for delivering it. But you can just say, hey, there's a lot of research out there that says that, you know, X, Y, and Z should be done differently than what you've told me to do. Would it be okay if we did it this way? And if they get mad and they think that they know everything and, and they're 
prideful about it, then maybe they're not the doctor for you. But if they're willing to say, yeah, you know, it's been a while since I've kept up on the research studies and I think you may be right. Thanks for bringing this in. Give it a shot. Go for it. Yeah, be willing to give you know feedback, push back. I mean, not, not in an aggressive way. Just yeah, just ask questions that they might not be thinking about. What would you feel about and one one more? I guess red flag about guys that are out there and looking at treatment. You see this question a lot. Is this is this amount worth it? I would say treatment where maybe it's with a, a TRT clinic. It's a monthly cash pay or whatever. If it's north. <sighs> Help me out here. If it's north of like two hundred bucks a month, yeah, you're getting ripped off for sure. There are plenty of TRT clinics that'll be far below two hundred. Um, and, and, and you can buy your, you can get your own stuff. You know, uh, like you you have the links on the testosterone podcast webpage of all the supplies that are not yeah. that much money. And really, all you're looking at is office visit labs. Mm-hmm. You know, your office visit should be every two to three months, maybe in four months if you're dialed in. Yeah. Um, get on good RX and get your uh, testosterone sipionate that way or whatever whatever you use. I should have put that on the top ten list of things that TRT patients need. The good RX app. Yeah, didn't do it. Yeah, it, it's it's great because your insurance. We've said this before. Insurance can limit the quantity um, that you get at one time, so they can yeah. they can say, yeah, you can only have five mils at a time or whatever it may be. So yeah keeping you every time you go to the pharmacy a traditional pharmacy to fill a testosterone prescription it seems to be there's an issue you know they want to give you a smaller vial or you can only get so much per month yeah things like that so if i can go every 10 weeks or every 15 weeks instead of once a month i'm all for it paying in the 40 dollar range for a 10 mil vial of sipping eight no i I actually i'm taking an anthate which is Mm. only manufactured in five mil so i do have to get the five mil vials But um, sipping eight comes in ten for sure. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you for listening to the TRT Community Podcast. You can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TRT Community. 